Welcome to the first episode of the Basketball Buddha Podcast. Today we're going to talk with my buddy Sita. He's a guy who, I don't want to say is directly affiliated with the CBA in China, but he's definitely there and has some strong takes on the daily operations of the league. So every week or so, Sina and I are going to recap the week that was in Chinese basketball and we're going to add a little twist. We're going to find some CBA gambling odds from odd makers and see where I can turn my hard-earned RMBs into some Vegas gold. So it's episode one of the Basketball Buddha podcast. I'm going to get my good friend Sita on the phone. Hello? Sita. Hi, Nick. Are you fully recovered from the Beijing Ducks meltdown last night against Liaoning? I wouldn't say that. When did you turn off the game? Uh, I I couldn't I couldn't keep watching. I, after the third quarter, I was like, this is this is too much. I I basically turned it off after the first quarter. You, yep. You you just knew, right? Um. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. I'm I'm not surprised actually. Liao Ning is crazy good this year. Oh yeah, they are. They are very very good with uh the new Randolph on the lineup. They're really good. Shavlik Randolph is a beast down low. He's with the Chinese Shaq, Dejan Han. But man, Lester Hudson, he's balling. Yes, he's he's uh he's making MVP not just MVP performance on the court, but MVP mentally, yeah. He's so, uh he's right there. So it's safe to say that if I put my money on Lester Hudson to repeat as league MVP, uh that's a safe bet? Mm, you mean for the regular season? Right. Yes. He he leaves for two games. He goes back to the states because his girlfriend's having a, a child. He comes back and immediately it's a different team. And uh, if he didn't go back to the states for those two games, I think Liaoning would be in first place right now. Um, I wouldn't say it's first, but top three, yeah. Top three. So yep. Be- Beijing, um, a complete meltdown last night after having a great month of December. Uh, I remember the, the Christmas Day win against Guangzhou was a huge win. Um, they, they they really put their stamp on what kind of team they are. They take care of Jillian Foshan. Then they go to Guangdong province to play Dongguan and Guangdong and lose both those games. Okay. They come back. Marbury suspended a game. And then I'm thinking, oh, no. Xingdao is going to beat Beijing. The, 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 the chemistry is way down. But, no, Beijing's uh, Chinese players play a great game. Um, they rally. They beat Xingdao. I think, okay. Nothing, nothing's going to come of this. Um, Beijing, it's just business as usual. But then they go to Liaoning, and it, it there's just no consistency here. I, I don't know what's what's going on. Okay. Uh, first of all, we we were beat by Liaoning last year twice in the regular season as well, and also we lost to I think we lost to Shandong by 25 points, Guangdong by 30, and uh, yeah, and the Xinjiang. Yeah, we lost to Xinjiang. Both home and uh, away games. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying we lost a lot of games to the top seed playoffs teams this year. So, so let's let's talk about uh, Stefan Marbury then. Um, he also had a great month of December. He was honored with uh, a Beijing or a Chinese green card, uh, essentially establishing himself as you know one of the few dual citizens that walk this earth cur- currently, having a, a Chinese citizenship or a Chinese residence and uh, an American one. And then he gets his own museum. You know, the, the fans got together and, and made him a museum in Beijing. And, and I think it's still open. People people are actually going to this and, and checking out all the Marbury memorabilia and stuff like that. 
Then he goes to Guangdong, and the reason why he was suspended one game is because he, he was questioning a call, he shoved the ref, the ref teed him up, and then he's asking why. And then after the game, after the loss, he goes on his uh, Chinese Weibo account, which is, you know, uh, the Chinese Twitter, and says, uh, I, I don't understand why I got a technical foul. All I said was, why, did, why was that a foul? But clearly the video shows that, you know, you, you bump the referee. You can't, you can't walk into a ref like that. And he suspended one game. Now, you know, is he becoming too cocky in China? Is this, is this what's going on? Uh, now that he's, he's kind of hit, hit a plateau, is, is he becoming too cocky? I mean, okay. Steph, he's a fighter. He's, I mean, he's a fighter. He's always cocky. And yeah. that, that's why we have three championships. I think that has something to do with that as well. And also, I think uh, Stefan is smelling the the wind is shifting. There are a lot of calls against him, against the team, was not called this year, other than last year. So I think he he said something, and uh, I think he's he's sending some message in the regular seasons. So so the team and everybody will be ready in the playoffs. That's how I really understand it. I mean, on my perspective, of course. That's a good point. And anytime uh, there's an argument against uh, Stefan Marbury in China, he'll, he'll just show you his three rings and say, well, you know, it's worked so far. Um, I, don't yeah. think, I don't think the Ducks are in panic mode just yet. Um, their next five, four or five games are winnable. Uh, they got Zhejiang, which should be a win. Baiyi, which is always a win. Uh, they'll take care of the other Beijing team. Uh, and then they got Shanghai at home. They should they should come out with a win against the Sharks, but the Beijing versus Shanghai series is always a tough one. And then Guangzhou on the road. Um, I, I, I can see them winning all of those games. Guangzhou might be a little bit more difficult, but if they could pull off a stretch here and gain some momentum going into the playoffs, they should be okay. Yep, yep. So um, last we're taping this on a Saturday, and yesterday, Friday, January 8th, 2015, some history was made in the Chinese Basketball Association. Jordan Crawford scored 72 points for the Tianjin Golden Lions. Uh, unfortunately, they weren't able to come out with a win, and in doing so, they, they, they were eliminated from any chances of seeing the playoffs. Nonetheless, Jordan Crawford, 72 points. Does this type of uh, scoring onslaught uh, surprise you at all, or what? Yeah, uh, 72 points, 16 rebounds, zero assist. Am I surprised? No, not really. <laughs> the stat that jumps out at me is zero assist. I mean, can't you just get, like, two or three? Come on, man. I mean, he was uh, he decided to take the game back himself. Right. And uh, I'm, I'm not blaming on him because they're playing Sichuan. So... Sichuan got three good foreigners, right? I mean, they lost by nine. I would imagine if he scored only 40, what that game would be. Yeah, well, he took 52 shots, uh, <clears throat> 72 points. What did They they finished with what, 104, so he scored 72 of those 104 against yep. the uh, second now second-best team in the league, uh, the Sichuan yep. Blue Whales. Other, others who have scored similar uh, numbers in the past are Eric McCollum last year. Uh, mm-hmm. Bobby Brown the year before that, and Quincy mm-hmm. Doobie. So he joins a oh, club. Yeah. He joins a club of uh, prolific scorers in China who have scored a crazy amount yeah. of points in, in a basketball game. So, congrats to you, Jordan Crawford and uh, Tianjin. Well, better luck next year. Oh yeah, they 
they need to do something about it. They, the Tianjin team, they, they, they need to rebuild. They need to do something. And I was, uh, I was lucky to witness uh, Jordan Crawford here. So, I mean, the, the first game when he was here with Tianjin. Yeah, uh, the, the team was shaking on a nine-game losing streak. So they were shaking, and they end up losing 15 games consistently. So. so they were at a nine-game losing streak. They bring in Jordan Crawford to try and you know revive the the team, but it obviously just didn't work. They're just they're just way too low right now. Uh, their Chinese players are not performing. I think uh, it's probably the last year for Coach Nash. Uh, he'll yeah. he'll probably be looking for another job in the off season. That Tianjin team is uh, gonna have to go through a complete overhaul. Uh, I guess we're three quarters into this year's CBA season, and uh, so far the, the top five teams are uh, Xinjiang, Sichuan, Guangxia, Liaoning, and Guangdong at number five. I'm surprised to see Guangdong fall at number five. Usually they only lose like three or four games a year. They've already lost eight. What's what's going on with Guangdong? Oh, they're transitioning. They're, they're old players getting last minute. They need a young player to come up and play more. That is just pride that they have to pay. They didn't, I mean, they didn't do it two years ago or last year. So it's going to catch up. So it's just a transition of out with the old, in with the new type thing? Yeah. That, that, that's good uh, because uh, and you, you, you also you rest your, your veteran players so that in the playoffs they can perform at 100%, correct? Yeah. And yeah, of course. And then let, me, let me mention one thing. EJ Lin, the top player, for, uh, for the Guangdong team, he signed only one-year contract last year. Oh, the, oh, oh, he only signed a one-year contract? Yes. So I just throw this out there. Oh, that's that's a hot take. <laughs> yeah. Is he going to uh, retire after this year, or what's going on? Oh, no, no, no. He's not going to retire. He's like 29. He's, he's at his premier times. He's going to see where the team actually goes, whether he will follow the same path, as he always does, or he want to try something new. Ooh. He can, he he can get the same offer or even better offer anywhere in the CBA. So so this off season, if if it was the the LeBron decision, it's going to be the Yi Jilian decision in China. Yes, you are very very right on that. Le Show, which is the sports streaming site here, has to be all over this and have to have a half an hour live broadcast of Yi Jilian's decision. We we got to make this happen. Yes, and uh, let's just say this: it, it is going to change the CBA for the next five years. Ooh, this is going to be interesting. Um, rounding out uh, the the rest of the playoff teams, you got Shandong at number six, Beijing, Zhejiang, and Dongwan's right there at number nine. But Zhejiang, Beijing, and Shandong are uh, eight, seven, and six. There's still room for Dongguang and Shanghai to make a run for number eight, but it seems like that's your playoff picture right there. Yes, basically, I think uh, I think the only the only questionable spot is number eight. There are three teams down by one or two. That would be interesting to see. But on the big pictures, I think everybody have a have a pretty rough idea that who they they're going to play or who they want to play in the playoffs. How about Shandong this year? Uh, yes. it, it's always good when you have Mike Beasley uh, putting up what 30, 30 points a game. Yes, he's just uh, I, he's just on an absolute tear this year, and we're going to talk about him more. But I, I want to move on to 
this weekend, you're going to Shenzhen for the All-Star game? Yes, yes. So last year, the the, the CBA All-Star game <laughs> made uh, global headlines uh, for the dunk competition. Do you remember that? I do. I do remember that on the YouTube. The, the one player tried to dunk over five guys and just fell flat on his face. Yes, yes. yes. I mean, yep. Are, are they bringing back the dunk contest this year or? Oh, yeah. There's definitely going to be dunk contest this year, but I just hope they have, some, you know, they know their limit. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so um, just to recap, who who's going to be playing in the, uh, the All-Star game? So, in China, it's a north team, so all the teams from the north part of China, and a south team, all the teams from the south part of China. So on the north team, you have Joshi, Mike Beasley, He Tianju, Guo Alin, and Lester Hudson. Those three that I just named are all from Liaoning, and, and, and they're going to be starting with uh, Hadadi, Dameng, Li, Di Jiaochan, uh, Sun Yue, and Tao Hanlin, Xiu Jingmin coming off the bench. I don't see Stefan Marbury's name on that list. Yes, he's not on the list. He's not playing the All-Star Games. It's his first year that he's not in the All-Star Games. This is the first year Stefan Marbury is left off the All-Star Game list. Um, the fans just didn't vote for him, or what's going on? He averaging about 17 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists in the regular season. That is big drop and uh but but he's such he's so loved in china and he's got such a big fan base that i'm just surprised he didn't get voted in by the fans yeah he he's so loved in beijing let's say this and outside of beijing i think it's more than it's more like half half people love him or people hate him there's no no way in the between so it's no it's no surprise to see mike beasley there uh lester hudson who's the reigning league mvp hamed hadadi I think he's making his uh, All-Star Game debut, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, you are, you are correct. He's yeah. having an excellent year, uh, averaging a, a double-double, uh, 18 mm-hmm. points, 11 rebounds, um, and he's just been a force for Sichuan. Usually he's plagued by injuries, but this year he's just turned up to another level. H- have you been following his game at all? Uh, yeah, I'm, I watched a couple of games that he played. He's not just a center for the Sichuan. He's the main offense point for the Sichuan teams. He he makes the team alive. That's how I would say that. So, so for the for the South All Stars, you got uh, the the, Gua, the regular Guangdong guys: Yi Zhenyan, Zhu Fangyu, Zhou Pen, and then Lam, Li Muhao, Hu Xiufang, Yi Li, Will Bynum, another Guangdong guy. So that's four uh, Guangdong guys on the All Star team. Willie Warren, Joe, and Han Shul. Who do you got for this All-Star game? If I'm going to put money on it, uh, are you taking North or are you taking South? Oh, uh, North. I think Mike Beasley's going to have a 50-point game. He might go for 60. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see Michael Beasley and Lester Hudson play together. Oh, right. that's going to be good. That's going to be real good. So going on to the uh, the end of the year here, going into the playoffs, who do you got to, to win it all again this year? Obviously, Beijing is is in a good position to do that. Who's your who's your top four? If you if you had a final four for the CBA this year, who's your final four? Beijing, Liaoning, Xinjiang, and uh, Sichuan. That's my top four. Oh, you're leaving Guangdong out of it. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. The team that has four All-Stars is not even going to make it to the Final Four. Uh, 
Yeah, it's all star game. He's played at Juventus, though. If uh, if I'm correct, right? Correct. Oh, I'm not surprised. Uh, they uh, players. A little bit of home cooking going on. Oh, of course. Last year was uh, in Beijing. I think we got four, four or five players on the lineup as well. So. <laughs> uh, before I let you go, I know you got to go. Uh, you're at the arena right now, correct? Yes. Yes, I am. Greg Odin in China. Yep. Has it been a success? Has it been what you expected, or or what's your take on that? Greg Odin, he, he's been part of the Jiangsu team, but I don't think he's going to be here next year, though. Oh, you don't think he's coming back? Yeah, I don't think he's coming back next year. You don't even think another team's going to sign him? No, I think he's going to go back to the NBA. I, but I think a lot of teams here is interested in him, though. A lot of teams in China are interested in him, but you think he's yeah. going to have a roster spot in the NBA? Yes. Ooh, that's tough because he's already got a reputation over there for being the guy who can never finish a season. Yep. In China, he's playing well. He's he's not playing great, but he's playing well. He's avoided injury, but they've limited his minutes. Yeah, play only like uh, 28 minutes per game. 28 minutes per game. He He's usually averaging a double-double. I don't think his team's going to make the playoffs. So do you no, think, do you think uh, an NBA team will pick him up after the season? Uh, I I think he's gonna try the NBA first. That's that's what I I think he's gonna do. But if you ask me, the CBA wants him here. Yes, they want him here. Well, you heard it here first. Sita's uh, predicting uh, Greg Oden makes his NBA comeback. So uh, when when do you leave for um, the All Star game? Saturday. So yeah, the uh, skills comp and and the dunk comp is gonna be on Saturday and the game on Sunday. Yes. Have you have you been to uh, the new Shenzhen Arena? Oh no, yeah, I'm excited. They just built it. It's open the first year, correct? Uh, yes, first year for the for the CBA. Yes. I- enjoy that. Enjoy the weather in uh, Shenzhen. Oh, I, certainly. I certainly will. All right, we'll check back in next week. Hey, thanks a lot for listening. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and check out the website basketballbuddha.com for all your daily intake on Asian basketball. Stay locked in to the Basketball Buddha podcast. We've got a lot more coming, including interview with foreign players, foreign coaches, and other experts around the Asian basketball market. Take care.